Hi everyone, this week's Parsha is Parsha's Re'eh, C, the fourth of the Parshiyot in Sefer Devarim. Sefer Devarim is completely different from the four other books in that it is a speech, a 36-day farewell speech from Moshe Rabbeinu to the new generation that is entering the Holy Land. The generation that left Egypt, the generation that served the golden calf, the generation that got the Torah has died in the desert. And Moshe himself will be staying with that generation, passing away at the end of his 36-day speech. Sefer Devarim opens on the 1st of Shvat and ends on the 7th of Adar, the day that Moshe Rabbeinu passes away. It's interesting because the book of Devarim has a flow to it. The first three parashiyot focus on the concept of hearing, whilst Re'eh has a completely different tone to it. It's also interesting that the parashiyot in Sefer Devarim sort of parallel the five books of Torah, where Devarim, in the way of Bereshit, Parsha Devarim, talks about the background history of how the Jewish people got here. He's basically relating to the Jewish people their journey, who they are, where they come from, and why are they the ones going into Eretz Yisrael. In Parshas Bet Hanan, like Shemais, the Jewish people get their sense of identity. As Hashem, through Moshe, relates to the Jewish people. Essentially, Shema, I want you to listen. I want you to take in what I am saying. But when we get to safe it's interesting that we open up the parsha with Moshe Rabbeinu complaining, telling Hashem, why do you not let me into the land? Why would Moshe Rabbeinu, the person that saw the miracles, the one that saw Hashem face to face, was not able to actually spoke to Hashem face to face, was not able to enter the land? Why is it that the second generation, the generation that hasn't seen Hashem, the generation that will only hear the stories from Moshe and from their parents of what happened when they entered the land. Wouldn't it make sense for a generation that saw Hashem, that experienced the Torah, experienced the mitzvah, experienced Mount Sinai to be the ones to bring that experience with them when they entered the land? But it seems to be in Vet Hanan that Hashem says no. Hashem says, no way. Instead, I'm going to give you, the one who saw it, the privilege to pass your vision to the next generation. So the whole concept of Vet Hanan, in a way, parallels what Sefer Shemais is about. This concept of giving the Jewish people the covenant they had with Hashem, the same covenant that they were given with in Sefer Shemais, in Parshas Yisrael, when they got the Torah. In Parshas Erchanan, we also have the Aseris Hadibrais. We have this concept of Moshe Rabbeinu relating what happened in the past and giving it to the Jewish people in the way of hearing. Now, we often think that sight has an advantage over hearing. And as the next Parsha continues, after that Hanan, we have Akev. Vahaya Akev Tishmon. And since you will hear. We see that Parsha's Akev emphasizes this concept of hearing. 
that Hashem is telling Moshe directly that hearing actually has an advantage on seeing. When you see something, there is no one that can convince you otherwise. Because once you have seen the event within itself, the actual experience, the visceral experience of sight is on such a high level that nothing that anyone can tell you can surpass that. I saw it, so I believed it. So often we think that sight has an advantage over hearing. But Hashem says no. That even though hearing, like Akev, like the heel, is the lowest level, it's not the same as seeing, there is something really powerful about being able to grapple with the concept from an element of belief, from an element of hearing, than from seeing. Because if you actually hear it, and you grapple with it, and you come to a place where it actually sits with you, the power of the hearing, the power of the belief, the power of the struggle, the power of the the conversation you have with yourself and the self, the, the fact that you yourself have to go on a journey to find that truth actually solidifies it as your own. Not something that you are believing just because you saw it, but something that you've solidified into your consciousness, into something you actually believe because you went on a journey in actually understanding it by yourself. And that's something that Judaism celebrates. Whilst Hashem could just show us the truth, the world has God within it. Hashem wants us to have an element of free choice because when we don't see the truth and we choose the truth because we believe in the truth, because we've come to a place where it resonates with us, where we've struggled with the truth. Yisrael, we've actually struggled. When we struggled with the truth and then came to it, it comes to a much higher level. Hashem didn't want Moshe Rabbeinu to go into the to Eretz Yisrael because Moshe Rabbeinu had the power of sight. For Moshe Rabbeinu, belief was easy. Rather, Hashem wants Moshe Rabbeinu to pass on the sight, the knowledge to an element of hearing. So that even the lowest people, the people on Akeb, the people on the lowest part of the body are actually able to viscerally internalize the message and have something that becomes part of it. But then we get to this week's Parsha, and it becomes a little bit confusing. This week's Parsha is called Re'e. It's called See. But didn't we just emphasize that it is so important to hear things and have it something that's part of your existence? This week's Parsha opens up Kala. Today I am showing you, today I am showing you the bracha and the curses. If you actually keep im, that you, if you actually do what Hashem tells you to do, shama, listen, here we see a higher level. When we come to a place that we are able to actually viscerally believe the information on a sense that we weren't just swayed by the fact that we saw it, we actually we worked on resonating with this concept, not just seeing it and believing it, but come to a place where we struggled and worked on ourselves, then we get the gift of sight. It's interesting because this week's parsha differs from the past few parsha. The far past few parsha, we talk about a lot about the concept of Mashrabinal essentially pumping the Jewish people up, the past generation, telling them where they come from, about the covenant 
that Parshas Ray has a completely different tone. We start talking about the halachas. We talk about practically mitzvot that are perhaps not so inspirational. In this week's Parsha, we discuss idolatry, sacrifices, kashrut, charity, shmita, slavery, and the festivals. We start going from talking about what it means to be Jewish and the spiritual fluffy nature of it and the duties of it to the way we practically, practically practice it in our day-to-day lives. In this week's parasha, we come to an understanding that the way in which we actually experience Judaism is not just seeing and believing it, but struggling and then the practice of it. Because as we know, Judaism is not all about the spirituality. The way we see Hashem exists is not through the fluffy nature of the relationship but rather through the action base, the actions that we do. It's very nice to tell someone I love you all day, but if they ask you to pick you up from the airport from five in the morning and you can get yourself up at five in the morning and go show your friend I love you, the I love you is not just something you believe. It's something that you practically show. Hashem tells us in this week's pasture where, A, I want you to see. And how are you going to see Torah mitzvahs? How are you going to prove your relationship with Hashem? How are you going to see that this is good for you? actually practicing the mitzvah because when you get to a place of seeing when you get the place of doing when you keep shabbat because you see that it, you do it you do the mitzvah of shabbat there's no way that you can't see the truth the most amazing thing about judaism that is so cool and i think so unique and so different that i think often we think that by doing things it might make us feel limited and restricted. But in Judaism, when we do it, the more I keep Shabbos, the more I feel gratitude towards it. The more I keep the mitzvot that I do, I actually appreciate it more and more and more. I actually see the value that it gives in my life. Maybe when I was a kid, I woke up and complained about Shabbos. But nowadays, as I get older, as I recognize how desperate I am to disconnect, how desperate I am to actually feel connected, charity, to give 10% of what you earn, it might seem so counterintuitive, but the more you do it, the more you believe. The more you give, the more you realize that everything that Hashem gives you is a gift, and then the money multiplies. This, the, the chagim that we keep, the more we keep the chagim, the more we see the value of Yiddishkeit in our lives, that the, that the knowing actually comes from the practicing. The practicing reinforces the belief that we worked in order to get. And that is the journey that we go through through these four parashiyot when we open Sefer Bamidbar. Devarim is the background story of where we come from, just like Bereshit. Then we get to the idea of Eb Hanan, where all of a sudden Moshe Rabbeinu recognized that the seeing is not, that the actual experiencing is not all that, Akev, we recognize that whilst hearing about something is on the lowest level, nevertheless, by hearing something, we can actually grapple, and we're not brainwashed, we come to our own conclusion, then finally, we're A, we see. At the end of the day, we weren't at Matan Torah, and the whole concept of Torah is that it's timeless, that our generation, whilst we are the last generation, and we will see Hashem when Mashiach comes, the truth and the practicality of it is that right now, that so much of the way we believe in Hashem is through showing and doing and grappling with it. And the more we do, 
from what we believe and from what we see. Wishing you a beautiful Shabbos.